Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. All right, today we continue this week on talking about the healthy, holy habits of a Christ follower. And today we're talking about giving as that healthy, holy habit. And we've got in studio today with us heavy sighing Eric Most. Most insurance. That's mostins.com. You know, Eric, it says in Proverbs 11, 24 and 25, you just sounded like, I'm not sure I want to be here. He's got that really heavy sigh. Uh, Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 says, give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And not all, that's not just about money. That's about so much more. But we who are the people that are generous in spirit, they will be wealthy in so many different ways. Eric, welcome back to the I Work For Him show. Thank you, Jim. Really appreciate you having me. Uh, glad to be here today. And we're glad to have you as a sponsor of the I Work For Him show. Of course, one of those trusted, endorsed local business referral partners, or whatever we want to call ourselves. We're just grateful that you want to support us. You've been with us since the beginning. We appreciate it. Hey, tell me how Christ is making a difference in your life today. Jim, I'm just grateful that uh, the gospel is continually uh, new to me each day. As I I get to delight in in the work that He's done to purchase my salvation and and and, and trust and delight that to know that that 
that there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I mean, that truly is an incredible blessing. Um, uh, Jim, you, you've been walking with me as a good friend for a long time. And, and what, what, what's Christ doing uh, to, that makes a difference in my life today? Um, uh, we were just chatting a minute ago before uh, the show got started that um, – my wife and I are, are walking down the road towards uh, uh, to adopting a young boy uh, from China, and 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 that that's something that we are just so encouraged by um, the fact that we can relate to him because we've been adopted by Christ into into God's family, and so uh, Christ uh, is making a difference because uh, my adoption in Him informs all of my life, and so uh, as we go and, and and adopt this young man who is discarded and and, and abandoned, um, it, it just reminds me of of, of the joy that I have um, being adopted by God. So. That's that's amazing. What an incredible perspective. And and I want just to draw attention, okay, here's a guy that sells who, who helps run an insurance agent that sells auto, home, business, and life insurance. Who wouldn't want to buy insurance from this guy? I mean, whose life's been racked by Jesus Christ. We just love that. Absolutely love that. Eric, I, I want to talk a little bit about you personally today, because as one of the show sponsors, I promise that people will get to know you personally. So what, you know, you and Jackie, your bride, um, which we tried to invite her onto the, the studio today, but apparently she just, I don't know, she said something about she's afraid of me or something. I don't know. Why didn't she come today? No, no, no. Dad was oh, afraid. Oh, your dad was afraid. Okay. <laughs> Bob, come on. She, come on. she was come, Join she us was tied next up. time. Oh, Jackie had to work. Oh, those jobs always get in the way. All right. Where do you and your wife go to church? Uh, we're uh, members of Covenant Life Church in Tampa. It is a, uh, a young church plan, about four and a half years old. Now, as you've described it to me, it's a it operates like a missional community, which I had to frankly look up on the internet to understand, even though you've said it to me a dozen times, to understand what is a missional community. What does it mean? Well, uh, I, I meant to let you know this beforehand, but Covenant Life has missional communities, which is kind of like a small group uh, ministry that you might think of or a Bible study, but a small group is typically internally focused only. And so uh, Covenant Life um, longs, uh, our missional communities are a place to to not only pour into God's Word together, to um, help hold each other accountable through a um, uh, time of uh, uh, men and women separate for accountability, but also a time to be missional in our, in our community and our neighborhood. And so um, we don't want to just have an inner focused only. We want to be also um, reaching out to neighbors, to co-workers, um, to, uh, to those, uh, the least of those uh, and the least of these in our city um, for the glory of God and, and theirs and our joy. Okay, so it, like you said, so a small group is typically, okay, so I misunderstood it a little bit. That's okay. It's still a pretty cool church. I really enjoyed it when I got to go. Um, so a small group inwardly focused, a missional community outwardly focused. Yeah. Yeah, true. And, and so our mission communities are really a, um, uh, we really exist as a tight knit family who longs to serve the community together and primarily also by making disciples. And so disciple making is at the core of what we do in our missional communities at Covenant Life. Hmm. So that's, that's pretty cool. So how has that being involved in that kind of a church made an impact on your marriage? 
it, it has been absolutely significant. Uh, Covenant Life is um, uh, truly holds up God's word. Um, they they preach it um, consistently, expositorily, so book by book, and we're walking through books of the Bible. We spent 14 months walking through the book of uh, uh, of Acts, and we just started walking uh, through the rest of the year a study of, of the book of Hosea. And so um, Covenant Life is constantly, consistently calling us, one, just to remember the gospel, to to apply the gospel to our life, and to live um, gospel, uh, with the gospel intentionality. So this this informs our, our day-to-day. This informs my marriage with Jackie. Um, uh, they, the, the missional community part, I, I have brothers in Christ who are consistently asking me, and how are you loving your wife? And how are you serving her? And and, and there's accountability that I have not experienced at other uh, in, in other church families before. That um, that is consistent. It's not just that one guy. Uh, it's not just the Jim Brangenberg who asked me, "Hey Eric, how you doing? Loving your wife?" It's literally an entire church body who's asking those questions. And so, um, going being a part of the, of that kind of church is is so encouraging to us. Uh, I, I love the fact that Covenant Life is a church plant that longs to uh, to plant other churches as well. So it's not this like all right, it's all about us. So it sounds like a perfect church. Well, there is no truly perfect church, except uh, it, <laughs> by any means. But I, uh, but we do uh, thank God for uh, bringing us to uh, to Covenant Life. Mm. Yeah, no, I find you know. And as we talk about today, we're going to talk about we're going to focus me on giving. But uh, it, you know, there's the place where you learn about giving is by surrounding yourself with other people who are like minded in a body of Christ, like Covenant Life Church, where you're at that. People are encouraging, hey, look, this is how God led me to give today. Uh, you know, Whether it would be food or time or money or, or talents, whatever it may be. But surrounding yourself with a body of Christ that will encourage you each and every day, that's that's pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah Covenant Life is, um, I, I think, really unique. They really put a high priority of, uh, of having a, a big term here, regenerate church membership. So the members, they're really focused on having true followers of Christ be members of Covenant Life. And that... Regenerate. you got to talk slower for me. I gotta, I I'm a small-minded guy. Regenerate church membership. So we really want the members to be believers and followers of Christ. Uh, so many churches today are filled with people who say they are, but really aren't. There's no evidence of the fruit of salvation. And so what's really unique about Covenant Life is um, I'd say 90 to 95 percent of Covenant Life are are frequent, active, normal givers. Um, there's the, they give of their time. Ninety percent, week in and week out, the members of Covenant Life are serving the local body. So you don't have that paradigm of just the 20 percent who are who are doing all the giving and who are doing all the serving and things like that. And so that helps inform my life. It helps spur me and Jackie on to to continue to excel even more in our giving of our time and of of pouring into others and things like that. Well, you surround yourself with people that 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 you want to be like them. That's what you'll end up doing. You surround yourself with the right people. It will encourage. You. <laughs> Eric's been sharing his testimony and how his church is making a huge impact in his life. And if you want to participate in today's discussion, you can call into the studio line eight five five two six five two nine two nine. Or text us, 727-487-9863. And as we do each and every day, it's time to highlight our books. Brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts have been part of the Largo community for over 29 years. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Almerton Road in Largo, their 2,400 square foot store is open to the public seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaris.com. That's shop, C-H-A-R-I-S dot com. Be the first person to call into the studio line, 855-265-2929. 
and I'll send you a copy of the book that I was trying to give away last week from our Monday show. And I just I must not advertise it enough, but we had a fantastic author last week, Carrie Wyatt Kent. She wrote a book on Sabbath living. Rest, living in Sabbath simplicity. Carrie Y. Ken invites readers to rediscover the ancient practice of Sabbath in this practice in this practical book. Based on what Jesus taught about the Sabbath and how he practiced it, Carrie Kent explores six aspects of Sabbath as Christian spiritual practice. Resting, reconnecting, revising, pausing, playing, and praying. This book is fantastic. I read it in a few hours. It is awesome. You gotta get a copy of this book, and here's a way to get it free. Call into the studio line. 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And to win that, you need to remember, you need to call in, but you can't, don't wait for the movie, you got to read the book. We're back live and in studio with Eric Most with Most Insurance. Eric is one of our business referral partners right here for I Work For Him. And I'm bringing him on here, as I will do with all of my uh, advertisers on the show, to have them share from their heart how Christ is making a move and what he's doing and also about their business and how they apply Christ into their business. So, Eric, as we move into this, you're an insurance agent. You've been part of an insurance family all of your entire life because your dad's had the agency 40 years now, hasn't he? Uh, going on 42 years this January. 42 years. You know, how is how is most insurance different than all the other insurance agencies? Yeah, it's um, a great question, uh, Jim. Um, Jim, I tell you that 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 First Corinthians ten thirty one really informs all of, uh, of my life. Uh, as best as it can, as best as I can. First Corinthians ten thirty one says, "Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God." And so as, as we think about uh, selling and servicing insurance products and, and helping families in, in, in the Tampa Bay area, I, I try to think about how do we do that for the glory of God. And so we want to do it with excellence. We want to do it with integrity. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of insurance agencies that do that. But uh, there are some things that I think make us unique. We, we, we really want to serve our clients um, in a manner that Christ served the church and just gave himself up for. So, so we really go out of our way to, to, to really lay down ourselves for, for our clients. One, one way this is um, really manifest is, is we create a one-of-a-kind position uh, about two years ago called a claims advocate. And our claims advocates really help hold our clients' hands when they need us the most. That's typically when an insurance agency is not there. Typically, when somebody has a claim, an insurance agency is quick to say, hey, we're not Call the 800 number. That's it. Call us back if you have a problem. We'll be here for you. And they never want to hear that phone ring again. And we just don't really think that's great customer service. We don't really think that's excellence. We don't think that's really serving our clients. And so um, our claims advocates, uh, Tammy Geis heads that up. She, she does a phenomenal job of holding our clients' hands throughout the entire claims process, level setting expectations, and then making sure that those expectations are not only being met but exceeded she yeah go ahead well i just you know i know you're gonna go on and on and on i want to i want to cover other stuff okay. like it's it's i mean it's really the claims advocate you know in my own independent insurance agency that martha and i had up, up north in minnesota you know that was i acted i took that role on if people had a claim i'd say okay here's what you need to do because we didn't have not all the companies had uh, 800 numbers yeah. back then uh so they'd call me and i'd say okay if you need some advice call me back here's my cell phone number just give me a call that once we got cell phones of course and uh it, it was it's a huge role because people when they have a, they're in crisis they can't think straight no it's so brilliant people that, that have no idea what to do when they get in a car accident yeah, they get in a car accident and they panic yeah. 
And then, and like, did you did you get the name of the the driver? No. Did you get their license plate number? No. Did you get their insurance information? No. Said, who robbed you of your brain? Were they sucked out by an alien on the corner or what? So what I did is I actually gave away a present to all of my clients. Now this is dating myself. I gave them a claims packet for their glove box with a camera, a disposable camera. Yes. So they had it in their glove box, and if they had an accident, they could say, huh, I have no idea what to do, but I can pull it out and take a picture. I know this camera's here for some reason. And it had all the questions on there. Okay, so that's really what your claims advocate's doing for you. That's it. That's absolutely it. All right, so you sell auto insurance. How many carriers you got on the auto side? Uh, we, we, We represent about 10 companies. We really, really focus on about five of them, though. Which are the five? Um, auto owners insurance uh, nationwide, also sometimes known as Allied, and now nationwide again more. Uh, Safeco, Mercury, Travelers. Okay, not Progressive. Uh, progressive's in that list. Yep, yep. Progressive. There's there's several others. But. Jim Collins just came out with another book um, about that. Oh, Martha, text me, Martha, if you would tell me what the name of that book is. I just started reading it, but it's a follow up to Good to Great, and it talks about great the history. by design. Yeah, great by I don't know. Is it great. just out in 2012? Uh, Blue cover. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. talked about Jim Lewis, Peter Lewis, Peter Lewis, the guy who um, took over Progressive and made them where they are today. What a great, great story that is. That's one of the chapters in this new book by Jim Collins. Okay, so you sell auto insurance, sell home insurance. Now, every agency around here sells home insurance. Why should somebody buy home insurance from you instead of somebody else? Yeah, um, because of our history, we've been been in business for over forty years. We really have um, more uh, companies that we represent than pretty much most other agencies, and so we're and, and we have some uh, some some contracts with some companies that have fewer options than uh, or don't don't go with all the agencies out there. So we have access to companies that most people don't have access to. So you've got some good quality companies. We have some saying. real good quality companies, right. and uh, and yeah, we um we we just really look out for the client's needs. So not just because it's the best price doesn't mean that it's the best coverage, and we try to educate our clients on that. Yes, it is not about the price. When you go to have a claim, you don't care what you paid. You only care what you pay when you're going to buy the policy. When you have a claim, you would have spent whatever money possible to have the best coverage. So spend the money up front. Don't whine at your insurance agent when you don't have great coverage. If you told them, hey, I only have 20 bucks. Get me insurance I can get for 20 bucks. Well, you'll get exactly what you pay for. All right. You also sell business insurance and life insurance. And I'm passionate about both of them. But Mm -hmm. business insurance, for all of our listeners out there today that work in businesses and that own businesses, you guys have an auto owner's contract. We do. We which do. is the most valuable insurance contract in Florida. Yes. How did you guys get one? Oh, well, that's a long story. Truly by the grace of God. Key. That's right. Truly by the grace of God. So you've, and auto owners loves middle-sized businesses. Great by choice by Jim Collins. That's what Martha said. There you go. Okay. Thanks, baby. I appreciate it. I love that woman. She's awesome. Okay. So you, you, you've got auto owners. What kind of businesses do they like? They love, just like you said, they love the, the middle market. They love uh, um, the contractors. They love middle market, uh, uh, Main Street, USA kind of businesses. Hmm. Okay, so you've got, and I've actually placed a couple of, uh, referred some of my friends over there. They've done a great job. But life insurance, let's end there because every family listening today needs life insurance. Yeah, absolutely. If every widow, excuse me, if every woman knows knew oh i gotta think of this it's been a while if every woman knew what every widow already knows 
no family would be without life insurance. Absolutely. It is so powerful, and you guys are selling a ton of it because you deal with families who desperately need life insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like to say life insurance truly is love insurance. Mm, I love that. It goes off of your same idea there. And, um, you know, this month is the Life Insurance Awareness Month. Um, we're not just talking about it because it's uh, September and it's that month. It really is important. We've been impacted by uh, several friends uh, and, and even clients who um, who have had a tragedy in their family they didn't have um, life insurance in place. And and it really breaks my heart. Um, we just actually launched a brand new video about life insurance. Oh, and it's awesome. It was added your best video on your website ever. Hands down. I, I agree with you. I'm grateful for... Uh, so that's on mostins.com. Forward slash life. Forward slash life. Mostins.com forward slash life. I know it sounds like a commercial on here, but I'm really passionate about life insurance because here's the deal. I've had three of my friends who are under 45 drop dead on their wives. Two of them didn't have any life insurance. And that's ridiculous. Every family needs life insurance. If you haven't sat down with a life insurance agent in the last three or four years, or if you don't have life insurance, you need to meet with somebody tomorrow. Eric, they can get appointments with you right, right away, right? Absolutely. If they go to your website, they can get your phone numbers, right? Sure can. Mostins.com. You got it. You know, um, with it, uh, and auto owners loves their life insurance so much so that you can actually even get free life insurance from them um, by pairing it with their auto insurance and things like with that, the, which is a blessing. you pair it with their auto and their umbrella. Or their business. Up, right. And yep. their business, they discount it, basically makes it free. I totally, I've, I've done that before. It's awesome. All right, so you're an insurance agent that that really cares about your people. How does it impact, how does your relationship with Christ impact how you treat your employees? Because that should be different. It, it, it absolutely should be. And, uh and I and I hope and pray that it is very evident that it does. So um, we we really look at our employees not as employees, um, but as team members, as part of our family. And and so when you approach your uh, your family, um, sometimes uh, there's a family member that drives you a little nuts, and you have to extend grace. Um, sometimes family members are going through some <laughs> that never happens through some problems, and you need to extend grace, and you need to to help build them up. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. So we, we we really long to to serve our our, our team members, our family, um, and, and 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 I'm growing in this. Um, it's not something I've done well forever, um, and, and I know I could still excel far more, and we can all excel and far more in this. Um, but but I think it's a, a shift in a mindset, and that is to realize that um, that that God is. Uh, given us um, uh, a great opportunity to steward um, our business well, our, our family well, our, our family of uh, our staff. And so um, we need to use it. We need to look for opportunities to, to encourage them with the gospel. We need to um, look for opportunities to, to pray with and to pray for them. And so um, we've had... Uh, we so had, do you get those opportunities? Yeah, by the grace of God. Um, recently, we have uh, we have one who's going through some pretty major medical things and she she asked hey can would you would you pray for me and uh, not only was I able to, we also have uh, recently hired a couple members of Covenant Life. And uh, my father was in the office, and we all got her together and prayed <laughs> for her. And so we're talking about giving today. And so far, we really haven't talked about giving a lot yet. But I'd like to give away a book and throw in a Karis Christian Books and Gifts gift card if you call into the studio line. 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. We've got a book on resting, which we all need to do, and a gift card to buy something else fantastic at Kara's Christian Books and Gifts. 855-265-2929. Eric, stop dialing. You can't win the book today. All right, so, Eric, we're back. We were talking about 
how different your insurance agency is than other agencies. And, and I got to tell you, I, I don't know how many agency owners would brag about how crisis impacted their life, how it's, how they've changed the design of their agency because of that relationship. Fantastic. I'm, I'm sure there are others out there. I am sure there are other Christ following one uh, agents out there. How has your relationship with Christ impacted the way most insurance gives to the community? Recently, I was having a, a meeting with uh, the other owners of most insurance, my dad and my brother, um, and, and and I said to them, actually, hey, guys, most insurance could truly be an engine for the glory of God and getting the gospel out to the nations, uh, both financially and, and through what we do and how we do it. And, and we want that to inform all of uh, most insurance. And, and you know, we, there's a long way that we need to, to grow here. Uh, when you asked me to, to talk on the show this week, I'm like, wow, I, so far that we need to go. But, but there are ways that, that we, we, we do give back. There's, 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 there's countless time that we spend uh, uh, working with other ministries, and we leverage our, our opportunities and the resources that we have for that. Um, we, uh, we, but we want to also encourage our, our, our team members to give back as well. And so uh, one thing that we've done is we've, uh, we've given our, our team members extra time off to work in local ministries and fundraisers and, and, and nonprofits and, and things like that. And, and, and we want to show them how uh, how we, we model that for them, um, and so instead of uh, Christmas parties just being about us, um, we long to use those as opportunities to give God the glory. So this past year, um, we spent uh, the afternoon um, serving a ministry called Created that um, that works with exploited and vulnerable women of of, of the Tampa Bay area, and so we uh, uh, Created just works to, to to rescue these women by the love of Christ and and and, and help get them clean off of drugs and. And trained and 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 get teach them how to to have a viable job and, and life. And so we um, they have a lot of needs. And so we sent the the team out in different parts of Tampa collecting things and bringing them back uh, to the to the local ministry. And we did a a tour of uh, Created's facilities just to get to know them better. And then we also uh, a year before well, that let's stop there because that, yeah. that's pretty powerful. Talk about the impact that made on your people because you're dealing with people that are you're talking people involved in a sex trade, yeah. ladies involved in a sex trade, yeah. which. Now, people don't realize, but Florida, the I-4 corridor, what's it, number two or three in the country? Three. Number three corridor in the country for sex trade. I mean, people don't even realize how incredible that is. So what kind of an impact, humbling impact, did that make on your workplace? Uh, you know, I think it, uh, frankly, has shocked some of the staff that we uh, that we went and did that. Um, uh, opened their eyes. I think much, uh, many of us are just truly blind to that. You know, Tampa um, itself has um, more strip clubs in Tampa than anywhere else in the nation per capita. That's more than more than Las Vegas, more than New Jersey, and how's that New even York. possible? It is more real, than Las Vegas. It is a real blight on our on our city. And so one th- one way one thing we also do is uh, I herald to other business owners: do not fall into that uh, that trap. Do not participate in the sex trade. Do not stand up with people who want to go to to the different clubs like this. Well, the sex trade's not just the strip clubs. The no. sex trade's also the pornography on the internet. The sex trade is also, I mean, it, it's. 
anywhere you're seeing naked pictures of women, that's the sex trade. And a lot of those women aren't volunteer. They're not volunteering for that job. Nobody wakes up one morning and says, you know, when I grow up, I want to be, you know, in in an adult film or or in a club. And so, no, it's never really voluntary at all. So uh, eye opening to this to to the team, uh, hugely so. Um, It it, uh, some of them probably were a little uncomfortable, actually. But I would uh, imagine. Merry Christmas. Let's go. Let's go work with these ladies. You mentioned that you went somewhere else as well. Yeah. So uh, a year or two before that, we also um, uh, participated in um, uh, uh, Give Kids the World um, uh, or Feeding Mm. Children Everywhere, I think is what it is. And we actually did a food packing event um, in our office as opposed to, again, going out and just uh, uh, spending it on a big lunch or things like that. And so try to demonstrate and model uh, giving back and giving them tangible ways that they can participate also and get more involved with, with local charities and more importantly ministries is, is what my heart is obviously so you got your your people in your office together and did those pack a meal deal where, where you're packing yep. meals for overseas those those rice protein yep. bean meals you got it and so we funded uh we funded a, a large number and then had had the staff literally uh all of us wearing our hair nuts and hair nets and packing the food and shipping them off hmm. wow so you're really trying to instill not only you're trying to help your employees participate in the giving. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. And so, so demonstrate you're you're supplying the money, they're supplying the time, and you're actually paying them to do it at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. We don't, you know, it doesn't really get uh, uh, reproducible if all we do is just cut a check, right? You know, and, and ultimately, uh, there's there's only a, a certain number of times that we can cut those checks as well. Um, and so, um, but come but, on, insurance companies are filthy rich. Oh yeah, you're not the company; you're right. just the agent. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. And another thing that we're trying to do is um, employ other Christ followers who long to to glorify God. For uh, um, and so, I'm just grateful to be able to to have such a such an awesome team and be be able to continually hire um, Christ followers that, that that are really doing just that. Why does God ask us to give, Eric? Well, um, we we were uh, made in God's image, and God was the biggest giver of all. He gave His only begotten Son, um, and and so that uh, that model of Him giving, uh, giving His Son to the point of death, death on the cross, that we may have eternal life through Him. Um, man, that 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 should and it does inform all of our lives. So God gave. Uh, he gives us everything that we have. Uh, the money that we have, it's not ours. It's his. We are to steward it. We're to steward it well for his glory. And uh, and by doing that, and here's the, like the, the the beauty of, of of being a steward and being free with with money and the resources God has given us, uh, we have great joy. So uh, the love of money is the root of all evil, right? No, it's uh, not the root of all evil. It's the root of all sorts of evil. All sorts of evil. Okay. So thank you, brother. Uh, but it's the it's the love of money, not just money itself, Correct. right? And so it's, it's that idolization. It's the idolization of it. Yeah, yeah. But when we are free with it, when we open our hand, man, it's the it's the the root of all kind of joy, right? But he's not just asking us to give up our money, but he is asking us. I mean, I, I love that the greatest thing I ever learned from Crown Financial Ministries was that formula. The formula, all math makes sense. All math is predictable. The the entire universe is predictable or is predi- yeah, can be predicted. The movements of the planets all through math and and calculus and all that kind of garbage that I don't get. I don't get. But giving doesn't make sense. Because God says 100% minus 
equals 100%. Hmm. Because if we, God doesn't ask for his 10% back because he needs your money. He asks us so that we don't get money in our lives like an idol. He asks us to trust him with that last 10% because we can't afford to give it. So that he can show us how worthy he is of our trust, mm-hmm. because he gives it back to us. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, we run into couples all the time, and they're like, "We can't afford to tithe." I don't, really? I said, "Well, yeah, are you guys in debt?" Yeah, we're so much in debt, we could barely pay our bills. I said, "Oh, yeah, you're never going to get out of debt till you start to tithe." And they look at me like I am got four heads and horns and all kinds of funky things. I'm like, "No, here's the deal: until you trust God with that ten percent." Mm-hmm. That means you're trying to rely on yourselves to take care of all the issues that you have. Yeah. You've got to put your trust in God. But he's not just asking for our money. You're talking about your time and money, but he really just wants our hearts. Mm. He wants us to give our hearts. Mm. Isn't that what lordship's all about? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, walk in obedience. Um, um, realize that our lives are not our own. Our money are, is not our own. And so we should live in such a manner that brings him glory. And, and by being tight-fisted with it, our lives, our time, our resources, our knowledge, um, our, our money, uh, that, that is not bringing God glory. Hmm. Yeah, no, and it is God blesses us. Uh, and I say this, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. God blesses us not to increase our standard of living. He increases us to increase our standard of giving. That's right. I'll say it one more time in case you heard Eric's phone over that one. God blesses us to increase our standard of giving, not to increase our standard of living. Hmm. How do you determine as a business, how do you determine what to give? How, how do you come up with, okay, here's how much we're going to give. It's a great question. Still working on figuring it out fully, Jim. Um, it's more than we are. And, uh, you, know, you know, I think uh, we're going to get into personally as well, but um, I, I believe that, 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 a, that a great starting point is, is at a minimum of 10%. Um, and so uh, it, it's, it's hard to, to, to come at this. We've, uh, th- there has been a marked change, and this is nothing uh, against um, uh, the many years that Most Insurance has been in business before uh, today. Um, my, my father uh, led Most Insurance with immense integrity. And, and, and some of these concepts of giving um, were just not something that, 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 that were on our minds. Well, um, the church never talked about it, giving out of your business, and they talked about tithing out of your income. That's, that's it. And so, so we're still working on putting into place these, uh, these things. Um, uh, I'm constantly looking for opportunities to, to give more um, and to be a wise steward, though, with that. Um, not, not, not because it's it's easy to find uh, a million different things that we can give to a million different ministries that we oh, can yeah. give to, and we got to be wise uh, with that. It's it is hard. There's a lot of places to give money away, but if you're looking to impact the kingdom, it's hard to find. It's not as hard. It's not impossible to find, but it is more difficult to find those ministries that are actually impacting the kingdom. Yes. They're actually leading people to Christ. They're actually telling people the truth about Jesus, that he's not here to instill religion in their lives. He's there to restore them. Mm-hmm. He's there to forgive them and provide them a life so that they can live it to the fullest with him as their Lord. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, just, they need to get that message out of there. Okay, yeah. so how do you determine for you and Jackie on what you give? Yeah, so, um, uh, again, uh, by, by the grace of God, I, we've... Um, uh, we started uh, a couple years ago at, at a ten percent as a as kind of the floor, and we've been working our way up. Um, and, and it's it's been actually been a, a real joy that every year as we finish our taxes, we take a look at what we've been able to give. 
um, for the glory of God, and and it's been encouraging to see uh, a stepped increase each year. And so just because um, the Lord might bring more funds to us, we don't then say, oh, this is now an opportunity to, to buy up more and to, to spend more. We want to actually um, uh, really live at a floor and then look to look to give uh, the rest away. I'm blown away by guys like Jonathan Wesley who determined to set a floor for, for all his money and give 100% over that floor. Uh, do you know what that, that floor was, Jim? I don't. All right, so in modern-day math, uh, if we used figures today, it was $10,000 a year. And he just said, anything over that, I'm going to give it away. And the first year, it was about, you know, he got about eleven or $12,000 and gave that $2,000 away. And, and each year, he kept doing that. And by the time he died, any any guess at what those numbers were? It was it was, uh, it was a lot. I've read the story just one time, and it yeah. was a lot. So he was still living on that same $10,000 a year in equivalent money today, and he was giving about $190,000 uh, a year away. Mm. And think about, I think about that, and I'm challenged. Um, <laughs> How fun would that be? Get to give away that kind of money. Pretty awesome. Pretty but setting awesome. that standard, yeah. I mean, to set your standard of living. Hey, here's where we're going to go. Anything over and above, uh, cap your salary. Yes. That, to be able, to, if you are a business owner, to cap your salary and say, okay, this is all I'm going to take. Anything over and above, I'm going to give away. After, of course, you pay your taxes. You know, you tick off the IRS because you're giving away too much money, but that's okay. It is. That's all right. You know, if your money's going to good places where it's making an impact, do it. Yeah. You know what, Martha and I have done as we've increased you know, we've been supporting certain missionaries one of them for almost 30 years mm-hmm. and as new missionaries come into our lives and we we've gotten to know them we've we've added them on and that's the stuff that we never calculate percentages we're just like lord you led them to us we're going to add them on and we add them on and add them on and it's fun to see what god does and how, what he allows us to give but it's not one of those i don't like to see the number because i don't ever want it to be in my head yeah. yes the basis is 10 percent that's the basis of everything, but yep. the over and above is the fun stuff. Yeah, so uh, tithe offerings, right? Yeah, so tithe and offerings. And I want to encourage you... you very much so. It's easy to want to give to some great ministries, but if you're not giving to your local church, um, that's that should be your primary focus. Yeah, you give right? where you're fed. You, absolutely, without a doubt. And so, so be faithful there, and then the offerings over that, man, give wildly. Um, you, you would never say this, I don't think, on your show, and and I I will for you. I, I've been blown away at the number of cars I think you and your wife have given away over the years. Uh, there's there's times that um, that you're like, I just I feel like I have to give them this car. I don't know. And Martha will Martha will over time say, "Okay, let's do it." You know, and I've just I've been blown away by your model of giving uh, to 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 help uh, families, missionaries, different people who needed a car, and and you had extra, and you said, "Here you go." I've never given a car away. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's a great blessing to be able to do that. And because I know people, I've got a good buddy named Kyle Farrow. He's a, he's a wholesaler. Uh, and every once in a while, he'll call me and go, Jim, do you have anybody who needs a cheap car? Mm. I'm like, I don't right now, but I'll buy the car because God will give me the next day the person who needs the car. Because if I don't say yes to Kyle today... The car's gone tomorrow because he sells cars. Bam, just like that. They're gone. All right, so how has giving, being a generous giver, impacted your marriage? You've only been married. Is this your fourth year being married? Yeah, we're four and a half years. Four and a half years. So how's it impacted your marriage? You know, I, I think it, it goes back to what I was saying. Like, we kind of review at the end of the year, um, at our tax time, just what God, um, what we've been able to do by giving for the glory of God. And, and it's an encouragement. We get to celebrate those those oper- those people that we've invested in and, and to see. And so um, it, it, it helps us us not be close-fisted, right? The more we give, um, we're, we're, we're burdened for giving more. Um, and so, um, so things that, uh, you know, the, 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 that idolatry that's easy to creep into your life, 
um, is, is is we fight against it by giving. And so, um, uh, as we uh, as we pray and we talk about things, uh, it, it just it, it grows us closer together. Uh, Jackie and I, because we recently became an endorsed local provider for Dave Ramsey, we went through Financial Peace University uh, with uh, with many of the the, the team members at, at at Most Insurance, and and in that it actually helped us get down to using a paper um, a budget each month that we're actually living by, and we are uh, uh, sticking to it and using cash, and so it's actually. Created Creating more opportunities for us to be uh, generous with uh, with uh, with with the money that God's given us. Doesn't it end up also changing your perspective on how you see people when you are a giver as opposed to a hoarder? Mm-hmm. Not a taker, a hoarder, because that's a lot of times God blesses us and we hoard it all for ourselves. When you start to be a giver, it changes how you view people. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, gives us a, 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 a I think the vision of how God sees them, um, and and so. Um, uh, it, it really helps inform our, our day. All right, Eric, I got to believe you got a dream of getting away with your sweetheart and spend some romantic time together. Escape from the business of life and take a detour from routine schedules. Let us, Martha and I, do the planning and you just pack your bags. February 5th through the 9th, 2015 will be a treat for you and your spouse. Strengthen your marriage through undistracted time together, group teaching, purposeful discussions, great food, and an optional excursion in Cozumel. If this sounds like a dream come true, then plan to join now. For the second annual Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat, sponsored by I Work For Him. The deadline is this week. The prices change. We're a little over half full. You're not going to hear about this much more because the deadline is this week to get signed up for for the reduced discount pricing. Find all the details on our website, iWorkForHim.com. That's iWorkForHim.com. On tomorrow's I Work For Him show, we'll be continuing our discussions on this week's theme, Healthy, Holy Habits of a Christ Follower. We've got Dave and Terry Affleck joining us, joining Martha and I, as we'll talk about the healthy, holy habit of healthy living. The I Work For Him show is all about purposefully equipping vibrantly effective Christ followers in a workplace. So you have to ask yourself, are you a Christ follower? Have you ever come to a place in your life where you've allowed Jesus Christ to become the Lord of your life? If you want to know more about becoming a Christ follower, email me, jim at iworkforhim.com or message me on Facebook. Just look for I Work For Him. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately... I work for him.